Amen. God is good, isn't he? God is good. God is good. Even when you don't understand it, God's good. Even when you can't see it, God's good. He's not good some of the time. He's good all the time. Amen. Would you clap your hands to the Lord? Let's give him thanks. Praise God. Praise God. I uh, I did my normal Sunday routine. We usually go home and get something on the way home. Usually Sunday is our pizza day. And so we did our pizza today and uh, got home and rested a little bit and got up and uh, went to my computer and I had I had a message in the holster ready to go, and I thought that was where the Lord was going to take us, and I was all locked and loaded on that, and I sat down on my computer to just brush up a little bit on my notes, and the Lord said, no, that's not where we're going tonight, and uh, he gave me a very simple thought, and um, I wish I could come to you tonight with this explosive word that's just going to keep you just talking in tongues till Tuesday. But the Lord dropped this into my spirit and so I think it's important to where we are and will help us go to where we're going. So if you would, would you go with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse number 12. 1 Corinthians 12 and verse number 12. Again, this is Paul writing his first recorded epistle we we know that paul either visited or wrote to the corinthians prior to this but this is our first record of his interaction with the corinthian church and in verse chapter 12 and verse 12 which in case you don't know chapters and verses were not in the original bible these were letters written so he paul if you write a letter today you don't say Verse 1, hello, how are you doing? Verse 2, I've missed you. Verse 3, it's really good to see. You don't write a letter like that, but the verses in the chapter markings are in there for our reference sake. So for, for chapter 12, verse number 12 reads this way. For as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. For by one spirit we were all baptized into the body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have all been made to drink into one spirit. For in fact, the body is not one member, but many. God bless you. You can be seated. I will continue reading. Verse 15. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I am not of the body, it is therefore not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, am I not of the body? Is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where would be the hearing? If the whole were hearing, where would be the smelling? But now God has set the members, each one of them in the body, just as he pleased. And if they were all one member, where would the body be? But now indeed there are many members yet one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you. Nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. No much 
Rather, those members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary and honor and unrepresentable parts have greater modesty, but our pre-stainable parts have no need. But God composed the body and have given greater honor to that part which lacks it, and that there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care one for another. I'm not going to give you my title until a little later. But this verse and passage of scripture, Paul is sort of kind of giving us insight a little bit into the importance of the body working together. And in this place tonight, you represent the body of Antioch West. Sunday morning is a is people that are trying to get there. There's some people that come Sunday morning and they're good people. They love God, but they haven't made that total commitment. And so you're here on a second service uh, today. And some of you went to other locations this morning and you had help set up and you helped break down and you're here tonight. So you are a committed group to be here two nights in a two two services in a row. You have shown your commitment by your attendance tonight. And so you are considering yourself to be a part of the body that is going forward. And Paul is trying to explain to us a little bit that there are many members, but yet one body. Unless you're living under a rock tonight, you know what is going on tonight. In fact, actually, let's see here. It started about 10, 12 minutes ago. Maybe a little 15 minutes ago. You know tonight, you know what tonight is. Even if you're not a sports fan, you probably know that tonight is the Super Bowl. And tonight, two teams will take the field. And notice I say two teams take the field. Because there will be 53 men playing against 53 men. And if you know a little bit about the game tonight, you know that there are two men that particularly have been talked about a lot this week. Tom Brady for the Patriots and Matt Ryan for the Falcons. If you don't know who they are tonight, they are the quarterbacks for both of those teams and, and considered to be probably the most important players on each one of those teams. However, as great as they are, they could not win the game by themselves. No running back, no matter how great he is, can be handed the ball and score by himself. There has to be guys in front of them that block the enemy. There's got to be guys in front of them that do their role and do their job. They may not be the ones that they see carrying the ball, but the guy carrying the ball can't get to the end zone unless the guys on the field are doing the job. Unless the coaches on the sideline are calling the right plays. Unless the scouting department has looked at this team long in advance and determined, here's a weakness that I believe that we can exploit. And all of these parts working together are ultimately what helps get that ball across the line. There is no quarterback that gets the ball, steps back, steps back, looks for the receiver, throws it up in the air, and runs and catches it himself. You can have a great quarterback, but if you have a bunch of guys with butterfingers, you're not going to be able to win any games. And so we understand that when it comes to sports, we understand that in sports, all these guys work in, in, in together. And, 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 and 
this is my title tonight, and it comes from this phrase that I've heard all week long, and I've read on in the newspaper, and I've, I saw online, and it's been echoing all week long because it's the motto of one of the teams that's playing in the game tonight. And the motto of this team is simply this, do your job. That's the makeup and the fabric and the vision of what they have. The coach preaches it every practice, every meeting, every time a new player comes in. He says simply one thing to them, do your job. And the idea behind that is don't worry about what the other man is doing. You make sure you're doing your job. You don't criticize what they're doing. You make sure you do your job. Do your job to the best that you can do it. And if you can do your job to the best you can do it, and you can do your job to the best you can do it, and you do your job the best you can do it, and we all work together, then we all will do our best together, and we will win together. They often say that there is no I in team. I will take it a step farther and tell you that there is no I in heaven. There is no I in team, but taking it farther tonight, there is no I in heaven. We are in this together. We win together, we lose together. If you win, that means I win. If I win, that means you win. And there's too many of us that have not taken ownership of this tonight. There are too many of us, it doesn't matter a lot to us. We come to church and if there's not a move of God, it doesn't really bother us. We just go home and go through our lives and and we're not invested into this. We're not sold out to this. And and if we don't sell out to this, not just the preacher or the singer or the men on the platform or the the care group leaders and and the people that are supposed to, it's not about a select few, but all of us. Every one of us has got a job to do. If you are baptized in the name and you are filled with the Spirit, then you come to church and you have a job to do. You say, well, Brother Wright, I don't really have a responsibility. I'm not a greeter. I'm not an usher. I'm not this. I'm not that. No, 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 no. You are a believer. And as a believer, you have a job to do. Because as a believer, you help create an atmosphere. And if you don't think that's the case, if you decide not to and sit back and say, well, I'm not important because no one knows I'm here, you can negatively affect the atmosphere. If you don't think that's the case, one man on the wrong boat almost killed everybody. One man on the wrong boat almost sunk the whole ship because he was out of the place where he should have been. If you come in here tonight and you say, well, you know what? You know, I don't, I don't really belong here. No one loves me. And you have that attitude and you come in here. You can affect this whole boat that we're on tonight. And ultimately, every person that walks in here that is filled with the Holy Ghost and baptized in Jesus' name, your first and foremost duty when you walk in here is, what do God, what God do you want me to do tonight? You just say, well, I don't really, I don't really, I can't pray for people. I don't know how to, I don't know how to talk to people. I'm not comfortable praying for them. You know what you can do? Guess what? 
Can you do this? Can you do this? Can you open this up and say, hallelujah? Thank you, Jesus. Every once in a while, can you just give me a head nod? Could you say, amen? Every once in a while, you say, is that really important? Yes, because you're on the team. And you are helping create an atmosphere. And your worship matters. You're not here as a silent partner. Your worship matters. And when you begin to worship, and I begin to worship, and we worship together, we create an atmosphere. Notice, when Jesus went looking, he didn't just look for one, he looked for a team. He didn't pick one guy. He didn't look for the star of the show. He picked 12 men. He picked 12 to work in unison. And 12 became 70. And 70 became 120. And 120 became 3,000. And every time God used individuals, but he always put them together. You are here tonight, not by accident. And you may not see yet what your big role is. You may not see yet what your calling is. But you're not here tonight to take up oxygen and fill a seat and be a number on a chart that said, well, we had 100 and something tonight because you were here. No, you're not a number to God. You matter and you be here tonight. You can go throughout Scripture and find... Where this concept is played over and over again. We all have our individual battles. We all fight our individual battles. We all fight our own war over things in our lives. David killed the lion and killed the bear. And then he killed a giant. But when it came down to it, David could not do what he was called to do unless God gave him a team to work with. And yes, there are individual battles in here, and we can win individual battles, but we cannot become what was spoken over us last Sunday night if we don't become a team. I hate to use that word because I know some of you, you're not into sports, you could care less, and I hate to use that word because it alienates some, but that's the best thing I can come up with tonight to describe the fact that we're all in this together. This is not the Joel Wright show. This is not the Joel Wright hour that you come and, and I just you can bask in my glory as I just give you great words of wisdom and you go, wow, go to that church because that man's great. No, 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 no. That's not what this is about. This is about the fact that you believe in what was spoken last Sunday night. That you believe that God is going to do great things and that you want to be a part of that and you're willing to be a part of that and you're willing to invest in that. And there's a cause worth fighting for. There's a cause worth fighting for. And if we lose sight of that, let's be honest. I'm going to say this and not, not to be unkind. Call to war came around. I don't think some of you had prayed in a couple of years. Literally. Call to war came around. You were, I mean, you were fired up. 
You were looking under every rock for any devil. Well, you're, you had it full. And it wasn't put on. You believed it. You were locked in. I mean, some of you, I, we couldn't get you to move in church. If God came and sat on our lap, you were there every night and called a war. Praying. I mean, come on. We were praying I, three hours a night. I got to be honest with That's where the spirit is willing. The flesh is weak. Night number seven, after being in church three hours a night, I know all of y'all are spiritual, but I'm thinking, my God. <laughs> and I, I, won't, I wouldn't forget. I know all of you, don't, all of you were just, you could have gone for 30 nights. But I remember that, that night eight, Monday night, at 7 o'clock, I sat down on my couch and just said, thank God. I love Jesus, but I'm worn out. But you know what? That whole week, that whole week, I mean, come on. Go, go in there three hours a night, dragging three kids there, three hours a night. It didn't bother me because there was a cause worth fighting for. And there are some of you, boy, you prayed because you believed in the cause. And you were fired up, and you were, you would, you, I mean, if we told you to attack hell with a water gun, you were ready to go because there was a cause you believed in. You got a hold of that cause. But you know what? Guess what happens? Holidays come along, things start to happen, life happens, and you lose sight of the cause. That there's a cause worth fighting for. There's a cause worth getting up to come to church when you don't feel like it. And I know there's been sickness going around and all that. But you know what? There's a reason why we come to church. We get here. There's a reason why we're here. It's not to just do it every Sunday because that's what we do. But there are souls that are hanging in the balance. There are souls that are hanging in the balance. And there's a God that is looking for a people that are willing to fight for a cause. There's a God that's looking for a group, not an individual, but a group of people that are willing to say, God, whatever it takes, whatever you've got to do, whatever you want to do, if we've got to stay all night and fight, if we've got to get up in the morning and fight, if we've got to be here all day, God, whatever it takes, there's a cause worth fighting for. You know what's awesome? I, it's so it tickles me to death. It's just so cool. Now, in about 20, 30 minutes, whenever we're done tonight, when we close up, it is amazing to watch how quickly we transform this room. I'm not joking. I, 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 when we first started all this adventure, I was concerned. Because I'm thinking, man, this is this is tough. I mean, we're, you, some of y'all remember the old days in the gymatorium, breaking down, setting up 700 million chairs and doing all that. We didn't have to set up a platform. But we, all those, and I'm thinking, man, we got to do this. You know, and all, it, it was, it's going to, in the first couple of weeks, we didn't have all this extra jazz. We didn't have screens and carpets and all that. We just were basic. And, well, but you know what, after a couple months, and now I think the other night, I, I timed it. I think we did like 13 minutes. And on top of that, not only are we doing what we have to do, we're going beyond. I mean, we, they've told us here at the school, you don't have to do what you do, but we're trying to be a blessing to the school. So we roll all the tables. And you got Brother Cassius back there and a couple other guys, they got levels. I mean, they're like, looks like that table's about two-eighths of an inch off. You got to bring it this way. And they're like, 
bumping it. Oh, is that good? No, no, it's good. I mean, they're like, they got that thing laid out. But it's like this. But you know what? Guess what? If all of a sudden we decided, you know what? We start fighting over who, who gets to pick up that chair. Who's going to do that? And all of a sudden it becomes chaos. We don't get the job done. But all of a sudden, we don't, we, at first we talked about, well, we, we, we had a meeting and, and, and we said, okay, you know what? Let's assign roles. So we're going to have a chair team. We'll have a, we'll, have a, we'll have a sound team. We'll have a screen team. We'll have a carpet team. And we're going we're to have all this organized. You know, we'll get shirts or something. The green team takes care of the chairs, the blue. We didn't need all that. Because you know what? Everybody just found their role. And everybody just kind of fit in. Because we had a job to do. And we all knew, let's just get together and work together. And I sit back and watch. And it is amazing to see that. And you know what? We don't have a building. And I got to be honest with you, I'm about to build your faith. I don't know when we're going to have a building. Woo, hallelujah. Just don't run the aisles on me. Don't do that. Don't, don't run the aisles. Don't shout me down. I don't know when. I can't tell you when the first scoop of dirt's going to hit the ground. And I can't tell you after that first scoop of dirt hits the ground when we're actually going to have our first service. I don't know. I don't know. If y'all keep playing the lottery, we could speed it up. Come on, we'll just pray and ask God to forgive us. Pick five. Seven, 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 seven. It's your number, Jesus. I'm just trying to be a blessing. But I don't know when that is. But I think it's so awesome because you know what? On that small scale of working this together, where everybody does their job, there's no com competition. There's no fighting. We all just know we're just working together. We're going to get this done. On a small scale, God is using that, I believe, to show us what the real big picture is about. And you know what's awesome is? Some of you have back problems. Some of you have other physical ailments. Some of you may not be as strong as others. You're not going to come up here with some of these guys and, and lift some of this heavy equipment and move that around. You're not going to roll the carpet. All you have the ability to do, some of it, you know what, is just pick up a chair. That's all you can do. That's all you can do is just go like this and pick up a chair. And some of you have physical problems where picking up a chair, you got to pass it off to somebody because you can't even carry it. But you know what? You're doing what you can do. And if all I can do is just get up and pick up a chair and hand it off to somebody that has the strength, guess what? You can say, well, you know, you need to be, no, 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 I'm doing my job. I'm working together because ultimately we have a job to do. And if we all do it together, so you know what? I may not be able or feel comfortable to be the one to put my hand on somebody and pray them through the Holy Ghost. I may not have the faith or the comfortable to lay hand on the sick and they recover. But you know what I'm going to be over here doing? I'm going to be over here going, thank you, Jesus. Praise God. I love you, Lord. I worship you, Jesus. What do you mean, Pat? That, that's no big deal. Yes, it is a big deal because you're creating an atmosphere. You're creating an atmosphere by which God can use this brother to do what he needs to do because you're over here doing your job and you're saying, Lord, I just want to praise you. Oh, God, you're so good. Oh, Lord, I worship you. You say, well, that's not a big deal. Yes, it is a big deal because if we all work together.
what this is all about. We win together, we lose together. And we're going to win together. And it's not going to be because who's preaching. It's not going to be because who's singing. It's not going to be because this star player, that's our player. We're going to win together because we all buy into the fact that it matters to me. This matters to me. I believe in this. I believe in this. I believe in the plan of God. I believe in what God's doing. And I may not be able to do a lot, but I'm going to do what I can. I know some of you work long hours. Some of you got stuff going on in your life. You got things. And you say, well, I can't, I can't do what others can. You know what? Just do what you can. You can't you do what you can. If that means simply, you know what? Some of you, all you can do, you can't even get a chair. All you can do is just stand up to vacate the spot so someone can pick up your chair. But that's what you can do. So stop looking at, man, that guy carries 712 chairs. I wish I could do that. Do what you can do. Because if I do what I can do, and you do what you can do, guess what God said? We're one body. We're one body. Several months ago now, I had, I woke up one morning, and I had, and I mean this, and I'm not trying to be dramatic, and I'm sure everybody has their war stories, and I'm sure afterwards you're going to tell me, well, mine was ten times worse. For me, it was bad. I woke up one morning. I had the absolute worst pain I have ever experienced in my life in the middle of the night. Literally woke up in the middle of the night in a total panic. And I know some of you have had this, and probably you've had 7,000 times, and it's no big deal. And I woke up, and I'm like, I, I was freaking out. I was in a panic. And my wife woke up. As, and she's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And I, 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 was, I was just in pain and overcome. She called. The, the, the ambulance came and got me. And the first time I ever taken, hopefully the last time I ever took a trip in the ambulance, got to the doctors and come to find out in all of the ambulance, guess what? It's a tiny little kidney stone. Like literally that big. That thing was so small. But have you ever had one? (laughs) You talk about a come to Jesus moment. Literally. That thing was so little. And that tiny little thing shut down my entire body. Nothing could work. I couldn't even move. I was frozen. Because of that little tiny deal. And that little tiny deal affecting one small fraction of my body shut my entire body down. My eyes were working. My ears were working. My mouth was working. My hands were working. My feet were working. But I was totally paralyzed because one thing, one tiny little thing, stopped my entire body. If you don't think you matter, get a splinter and tell me if you don't think something small matters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Get a paper cut. Well, you know what? I don't think I matter. I'm, a, I'm small. Okay, you're small. Get a paper cut. You can feel it right now, can't you? Woo! You can feel it. You can feel it right now. One small thing. That's the importance of the body. 
is that yes, you may not be the hand over here. You may not be the foot. You may not be this. You may that. But the Bible says, if the eye says, I want to be an ear. I don't want to be an eye. I don't want to be that. You don't let me be an eye, I'm leaving the body. Or if the Bible Bible says that everybody wants to be the hand. Does that work? No. But you know what the amazing thing is? And this is why... This is why it's so important. And you know this, and I'm, I'm teaching you something, talking you something tonight you already know. But they say no I in teen, there is no I in heaven. Why is that important? Because my hand is highly functional. This, your hand can do amazing things, highly functional. But your hand can do nothing. Except it's attached to this little thing called a wrist. And your wrist is highly functional. But it can't do anything because it's attached without being attached to this stationary thing we call forearm. And the forearm can't do anything if it's not attached to the elbow. And the elbow is attached to the arm, upper arm. And the arm is attached to the shoulder. And all that flows back to the command center that tells it. And it all flows out. That's why it's important. You're sick. I don't want to touch you. I don't want to touch you. I'm just joking. I went to shake his hand today. He said, whoa. I said, I appreciate that for the warning. Thank you. I appreciate that. Come here, John. You come in, Darren. Come here. Come here. Come here. Guess what? Here's why it's important that we work together. Because if we're flowing together in a body, I don't know my connection point in the body. And I may be connected in the body through these brethren. And if I decide I don't like him because I don't like striped shirts, and I'm going to get offended with him because I don't like the way he looks, and I decide, you know what? Until you change, I don't like you. And I decide, but I'm coming to church. I'm loving Jesus. I'm speaking in tongues. Ikeosi. I said last night, Ikeosi, that spells Coke backwards. That ain't the Holy Ghost. But I decide to separate myself from my, the body because I don't like him, but I'm still in the body. I may be around the body, but not connected to the body. Guess what? Blood flows only to the connected pieces. That's why it's important for me that he succeeds. That's why it's important for me that he succeeds. Because I want for us to be connected. And you know what? Thank you. They say you can choose your friends, but you can't choose your family. Guess what? You can choose your friends, but you can't choose your church family. If you're here, God put you here. Guess what? I'm going to let you know right now. I'm going to give you a great revelation. There are going to be people in this place you do not like. There are going to be people in here that get on your nerves. There are going to be, whoa, I should not. You're always the one saying amen. I know I could get you to say amen eventually. There are going to be people that you just can't handle. But you know what? They're a part of the same body you're a part of. That's why we don't go to a church that's all the same color. We don't go to a church that's all the same economic status. We don't go to the church that all is a part of our clique and our culture and what we like. We go to a church that's all mixes and all types of stuff. Why? Because we're one body. We're one body. I know this is not profound tonight. But I'm trying to get you to understand the devil would love to get you to think that you're no good and you're not important. But you realize it matters. You might get that argument 
if we're running 10,000. But where we are right now, every person in this place is important to what God is doing. And I don't know why God stopped me to, in the middle today, and I, ha, I, I really felt strong about that message, and I guess I'll preach it next Sunday night. I felt strong about it, and the Lord just said, no, stop, not doing that. Because somewhere in this, God's trying to get every person in here to realize that you are important. And every word that was spoken last Sunday night and every other word that's been spoken is not our word, it's your word. It belongs to you. If you're here and you say, and you sit there and you say, you know what, I believe God's put me here. Then that's an ownership thing that you take care of, that it matters to you. It matters. And that we are going to work with this together. And if we all work together, I've used this before, and I, I know it's simple, and I used it before. But you know what? I love to do puzzles. There's some puzzle. I have some puzzle, puzzle, fellow puzzlers in here. I guess that would be a good word. I have some fellow puzzle lovers in here. And I like to do a puzzle, but nothing drives me crazier than spending hours doing a puzzle and get to the end. And there's one, God bless it, peace, missing. That one of my precious cherubs came and knocked it. And now it's everywhere. And I've got this amazing puddle, puzzle that has 1,000 pieces to it. And I got 999. And it drives me crazy. Because I see that one empty piece. And I'm thinking, my God, what a waste of time. Because it's not complete. And you know what? It's amazing. You have this beautiful picture of this puzzle. And it may have, let's say it's a puzzle that has a sky and then a beautiful field of flowers. You know what? There's some of those pieces on there that you look at them, and they're simply one color. They're blue. There's nothing that stands out about them. They're just blue. And then you have another piece down at the bottom. It's got all kinds of colors, purple and yellow and red and green and all these beautiful parts of the flower. And you think, wow, that's a beautiful piece. Look at all the colors. Oh, that's not so great. It's just a blue sky. But when you put it all together... You realize the importance of every single piece. It may not look important when it's by itself. When you separate it from its, ni- from its 999 brothers and sisters and you put it by itself, it has no value. But when you put it with the others, it gets great value. Do you know if you're here tonight, I'm about to tell somebody something you're not going to like. If you're here tonight and you don't feel like you have value, you're admitting you've separated yourself from the puzzle. Oh i got to get deep on that one. If you're telling me tonight, well, I don't think I matter, you're telling me right there you've separated yourself from the puzzle. Because if you are a part of the big puzzle, every piece matters for God's masterpiece to be completed. Would you stand tonight? I know this old song, we haven't sung it in years. I don't remember the last time we sung it, but I like to sing it. We're just going to break it out a cappella style. You're my brother. You're my sister. So take me by the hand. Together we will work until he comes. There's no can defeat us if we're walking. Walking side by side, 
Together we to leak. Oh, come on, say it. You're my brother, you're my sister. So take me by the hand. Though we will work until he comes. There's no foe that can defeat us if we're walking side by side. As long as there is love, we will stand. One more time. You're my brother. You're my sister. So take me by the hand. Together we will work until he comes. There's no foe that can defeat us when we're walking side by side as long as there is love we will stand now turn to somebody around you and tell them we're on the same team and tell them say when you win I win And tell them we're going to win together in Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands to the Lord one more time and let's give Him praise. Amen. And one more thing. Turn to your neighbor and tell them you're dismissed in Jesus' name.